This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 156. Hey everyone, welcome to the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast. I hope you had a beautiful new year and are ready to get to work on yourself. When I say get to work, I mean reflecting on the things that you did last year well, not so well, reflecting on your past life, examining your thoughts and feelings so that you can start to work towards the life that you want to create. It takes work to create something amazing and that includes your life. You can either just let time pass you by or you can vow to build on the things that you want by planning and work. So this year, I'm going to reflect on what I did last year and then vow to work harder in my business as a veterinary life coach so you can use the tools that I've learned and I have to offer you to move forward and expand on your life. I want you to love veterinary medicine as much as I do or even more and use your abilities and unique talents to create the balance that you want in your family, and in your career. I want you to reach all of your goals. And that is part of my mission. So last week, we started to work on self-reflecting and self-reflection by answering 11 questions. So if you actually did that exercise, I salute you and applaud you. If you didn't do it, no worries. There's always today. You can start today and go back to the last podcast, get those questions, and I'll kind of be repeating them on this podcast. So if you don't want to go back and listen to last week, you'll get them again, because today I want to expand on those questions and add some more detail to that exercise. And the reason I want to add detail is because the more we learn about ourselves and the things that we think about last year and the things that happened last year, the better we can create our goals for this year. And that's what January is going to be about is goal setting and the creation of exercises to help you achieve those goals. So just so you know, I returned to Michigan on New Year's Day just in time for a little snowstorm. So I'm looking out of my office window at about five inches of snow and it's beautiful. But I was so spoiled by the beautiful weather that I had in Florida, I will just miss my walking and my bike riding every day. But the sun is out here in Michigan today, so at least we have that. Also, um, I'll be returning to Florida in a couple of weeks to attend the VMX. So I just want to mention that if you will be there in Orlando, let me know so we can meet and talk a little bit and maybe even do a little bit of coaching. I'd love to meet you in person. You can email me at jacapeldvm at gmail.com and just let me know that you're going to be there so we can make some plans. Any of you that I've met over Zoom, um, if you're going to be at the VMX, I really want to meet you in person. So reach out and let me know. Okay, so enough of the weather report here in Michigan. Let's get started on our work for this week's podcast. I want you to actually sit down and reflect 
and write some things down or type some things into your computer. So then once we get all this stuff out of our brain, we can start to plan for our 2022. So I've compiled another 11 questions for you that kind of go hand in hand with what we did last week. And hopefully it'll make sense to you because it makes sense to me um, and help us expand on what we want to learn about ourselves. So last week, our question was, our first question was, what moments were particularly good? And so my question number one for this week to add on to that is, what were the first thoughts that came to mind when you thought about the past year? Were those thoughts mostly positive, mostly negative, or kind of neutral? And this question for me is designed to help you see where you are mentally. Are you mostly positive about this past year, negative or neutral? And this may be somewhat personality driven um, as I think sometimes some of us are optimists by nature and some of us are pessimists by nature. So if you can figure that out for yourselves and know your tendencies, you can start to be onto yourself, so to speak, when you're stuck in negative thinking. And knowing how you approach life in general will allow you to decide on purpose how you might like to change some of your thinking. So I'm generally an optimist, and my husband is generally a pessimist. And that's just the way that we're wired. But my optimism works for me and his pessimism tends to work for him. The interesting thing about us is that over the years, we've influenced each other, and now we sometimes switch roles. So if I go pessimistic about a certain thing, like the snow perhaps today in Michigan, he reminds me of some of the positives. And it's kind of fascinating. But as you work on yourself and learn about your personality and your tendencies, whether they're optimistic or pessimistic, then oftentimes you can help others see their thinking when it goes awry or help them change the way they look at things. Because I would argue that pessimism sometimes works in certain situations better than optimism. We sometimes need that little warning in our head that things might go wrong. However, if you're constantly pessimistic and you always see things as the glass half empty, that is going to keep you from moving forward. So this question, what were the first thoughts that came to mind when I asked you the original question, will help you determine whether you're more optimistic or pessimistic. And then maybe is that something that you want to change or do you like the way your brain works? And I can honestly say that I love being an optimist, but I also understand that that's not always the most useful. And that's what this question is all about. Now, last week, question number two was, what was the most important lesson that you learned? And so if you did write down a lesson, this question for this week is, based on your most important lesson from last year, what advice would you offer someone else to carry them into 2022? So in my opinion, this question will help you flesh out your lesson further and use it in a way to plan for the coming year. If you have to give someone advice based on your lesson, you're processing that lesson in a different way. For example, I could say my most important lesson from this past year was probably something like 
practice your patience and be flexible at all times. Because I was convinced in at the end of 2020 going into 2021 that once I got my COVID vaccine that I would be free and the world would go back to normal and that I would no longer be dealing with all the ups and downs of COVID. And as you all know, that didn't happen, right? So based on that lesson of being patient and flexible, I think the advice that I would offer someone is that you need to have patience and be open to all the options and opinions. Because everyone in my practice thinks differently. The clients think differently. The Texts think differently. Everybody has their own opinion about the pandemic, the vaccines, the masks, all of the things. And my lesson and my advice would be to respect them all, have patience, and be open to all the various opinions because everything keeps changing. Like nothing is written in stone. And if you can always be flexible and open to change, your life will be so much easier. And if I can remain open-minded, I will realize that my plans are not always the universe's plans. And then it's less painful when things change. So question number two, based on your most important lesson from last year, what advice would you offer to someone else? Now, question number three last week was, what things did you do right this year that you'd like to continue doing? So if you answered that, My question for this week, question number three is, what am I doing when I forget about time and am able to stay and be in the moment? So when we think about what we did right, we also want to think about what allows us to be in the moment and stay in the moment. Because if you want to live better, you have to understand your passions. You have to understand what makes you feel centered. So if you have a list of things that you did right, how will you grow that list? And when you're doing those things, how do you feel? If we all agree that being in the moment and appreciating your life is one of our big goals, then building on those moments that feel right and feel free will help you focus on creating more of those great things. What am I doing when I forget about time and am able to be in the moment? Now, last week, question number four, was how did, I, how did you grow as a person? And what changes did you make? So my question for this week building on that is, what was one personal strength that you used this year? And how did it benefit you in your work and your family life? So this question is all about building on your strengths. Because I believe that if we push towards the things that we're strong in and try to build on those, it's going to be so much more successful that if we try too hard to build up a weakness. Not to say that we shouldn't work on our weaknesses. I believe in doing that. But if we have some personal strengths and we can capitalize on those, it's going to allow us to use our strengths in our very best way and to influence others. So if I had to answer this question about personal strength, I would probably pick something like my optimism, my communication, my gift of gab, my coaching and trying to build other people up. Those are some of my personal strengths. And so if I can understand those and decide on purpose to work on those, 
I can expand those talents in all the different areas of my life, personal, professional, spiritual, leadership, financial, all the things that we asked about last week. So this question is designed to help you acknowledge your personal strengths and then vow to continue to build on them. Now, question number five last week was what did not go well this year? And you were supposed to answer that in detail, right? So the question for this week, question number five, will help you get more detail. And so what I wrote for this week is, what are three problems that came up at work and how did you approach solving those problems? And do you see any trends with the way you solve things or any trends in the problems? Do you see attitude hurdles? Do you see time hurdles? So what were the things that were challenging? And this is just designed to help you focus in on what didn't go well and what are the overall problems in your life that you would like to solve. And so if you can list three or you can list a trend, that will help you narrow down. So that question's kind of all over the place, I guess, if you're listening to me. Maybe I'm confusing you, but just expanding on it is what I want you to do. Now, question number six last week was, what can you learn from the way you reacted to the things that did not go well? And what mistakes did you make? And I kind of like that question from last week, and I think you can expand on that in and of itself. But the thing that I came up with this week, the question that will help you kind of flesh that out, is what did you worry about the most last year? And how did it turn out? And the reason I like that worry question is it kind of is an example of how worry is a useless thing. Because most of the things that we worried about didn't go the way we worried that they would go, right? And so question number six is all about learning from the mistakes and learning from the things that didn't go well. And so one of those things is getting rid of worry. And then I might add also realizing the way you react to things, which kind of goes back to question five, right? So they kind of go hand in hand. So question number seven from last week was, how would you like to change personally, professionally, spiritually, as a friend, as a parent, all those things? So if you wrote down how you would like to change, the thing that I want you to add on to that question is, why are these changes important? And how do I want to prioritize them? Because if you have a list of things that you would like to change, you have to prioritize them in order to turn them into goals. I'm not saying that you can't work on multiple goals altogether at the same time. I do it all the time with my clients. But I also want you to have a priority so when things get difficult, you know which thing is your priority. So if you decide to change yourself spiritually this year and that is your number one priority, then that, those are the things that I want you to understand need to go at the top of the list. So why are they important? Which ones are a priority? Now, question number eight from last week is, was, how do you want to grow in 2022? And I'm talking specifically. So there was, how do you want to change? And then how do you want to grow? So my question for this week, question number eight, is what three things am I curious to know more about? And what books will I read? So that's kind of two questions, I guess. But you want to know the subject, and then how are you going to learn it? 
So it might not be a book, it might be a class, or it might be a CE that you want to take, either online or in person. It might be talking to a mentor or a coach or learning from another veterinarian if it's a veterinary skill. So what are you curious about? What do you want to know more about? And then how are you going to learn it? And how are you, how are you going to grow? Personally, professionally, all the things, right? So changing and growing. And this is what all these questions are about. Change and growth. Forward movement. Making this amazing life. That's why we're doing these exercises. So don't forget that because it gets to be drudgery, especially if you're someone like me that has trouble focusing and that has trouble, you know, getting into the nitty gritty detail. That's why these questions help me work on myself and I'm hoping that they'll help you. So question number nine last week was, what will you be willing to give up in order to change and grow? What behaviors will you change? My add-on question number nine to that question is, what did I try last year and fail at? What did I, how did I fail? And am I willing to fail again? And what am I willing to do if I fail? So that's kind of a three-pronged question, but it's all about failure. And oftentimes when we're talking about what we're willing to give up, we don't always feel super confident in giving that thing up. And then so we fail. And oftentimes when we fail, then we give up, right? So something like stress eating. If I'm willing to give up my stress food in order to change and grow, then I have to look back on, did I fail with that last year? And am I willing to fail again? And if I do fail again, what am I willing to do in order to continue to try to change and grow in in that direction? So the behaviors, the habits that we have, are you willing to give them up? And when you're working to give them up, are you willing to fail and then try and try again is kind of the question, if that makes sense. It's kind of like getting rid of the excuses. I I see it as is if you make excuses about your own behavior, Are you willing to look at those, look at the failures and excuses, and then work to continue to give them up? Now, question number 10 last week was, how do you want to feel in 2022? And the question that I came up to go along with this is, how will I capture my thoughts and feelings? Will I journal, write, talk one-on-one with friends, get a coach, get a therapist, talk to my family? What method works for me and how am I going to capture those thoughts and feelings so I can work to the feeling that I want in 2022? And because feelings are so important to our actions, I want to add a second question number 10 to that one. And it would be, if I could pick six adjectives to best describe 2022 for me, what would those be? And that goes back to how do I want to feel? So pick some adjectives. If they're feeling, great. If they're not, it could be anything. But just something to describe this coming year. And that will help you focus on how you want to feel. And then last week I gave you a bonus question number 11, which was what would you try to do if you knew you could not fail? And so my question for this week, number 11, is what one small step are you willing to take towards that goal, towards that thing that you picked for question number 11? Are you willing to take a step? 
and what is it? Okay, so I'll read the questions for this week again at the end of the podcast. But what I want to do with these questions that we did last week and this week is give you a little bit of guidance about how we're going to turn this into goals. So we started with reflection and we want to reflect on the things that we that happened to us last year and for us last year, what things went well and what things didn't. Because even the things that go wrong, even the terrible things help us learn something important. So reflection helps bring clarity to our experiences. And then I want you to allow yourself to dream. Do some dreaming at the beginning of the year to focus in on what you really want. Do you have debt you want to pay off? Is there a vacation that you want to do? If you want to learn something new, that's kind of where this is leading us. And I want you to dream huge. Don't just set reasonable goals and don't just pick reasonable things that you know you can accomplish. Pick at least one goal that scares the crap out of you. That kind of goal that gives you butterflies, you're not sure you can do it. And if your brain starts yelling at you that you're not ready, then you're in the right neighborhood. So as you're working through these questions, I want you to start dreaming. And list those things out, even if they feel impossible. And then once we have our dreams and our wishes and all the reflection from last year in front of us, then we're going to break it down into manageable goals and manageable steps. So I want you to overestimate what you think you can do this year because there's really no harm in that. Reaching a goal will often go twice as fast if you get really intense and you really overestimate yourself and push yourself. And then what we'll do is set some, set some intentions about how we're going to honor ourselves in creating and moving through and pushing towards these goals. So when I start to write down my big scary goals for the year, I start to feel overwhelmed and my brain wants me to run and it makes me want to make excuses for why I can't do it. And so feeling overwhelmed when you're doing these exercises and pushing forward anyway is perfect. That's exactly where you want. If you can push through it, that's powerful. And feeling negative emotion, like we've talked about before, feeling those negative emotions, if you can do that and be okay with it and be like, okay, this is part of the process, it gives you all the power. And so when you get to the end of these question exercises that I'm giving you, start to think about what your mantra might be. When I tell you that your thoughts create your feelings, it's true. And so sometimes if you can take a mantra, and we're going to do this podcast real, real soon, I promise, the Mantras podcast. I promised I would do that last year, and Bridget and I have been working on it, but we've kind of been procrastinating. So that's going to happen soon. But anyway, I want you to choose a mantra, something that will keep you on track, something that will keep you from quitting. Now, mine always go back to my friend Rocky Balboa, if you know anything about me. And I think about things like every champion was once a contender who refused to give up, or it's not how hard you get hit, but it's how how you can get hit and keep on moving. You know, those Rocky quotes or mantras. But you pick one. 
And at the end of many of these podcasts, I will give you some to think about, some quotes to think about. So if one of those hits home with you, write that down. So you can pick up that mantra every time you need it, something that'll help push you forward. Okay, so let me go back through the questions now that you've heard that little speech and read them again. So in case you want to go through and write them down when you get home, if you're in the car. And uh, full disclosure on some of these questions, I did borrow some of them from an article by Robin Camerot from an article in um, Inc. Magazine. And she had 31 questions to help you start out your new year. So some of these questions I um, borrowed and modified from that article. So I just want you to know that I didn't come up with all of these on my own. I did some research um, and a bunch of questions, and these are the ones that I liked the best. So um, thank you to that article. Question number one that went along with last week's was, what are the first thoughts that came to mind when you thought about last year? Positive, negative, or neutral? Number two is, based on your most important lesson from last year, what advice would you offer to someone else to carry them into 2022? Number three, what am I doing when I forget about time and am able to be in the moment? Number four was, what was one personal strength that I used last year and how did it benefit my work or my family or my balance? Number five, what are three problems that came up for me last year and how did I approach those problems? Were there trends? And then what hurdles continued to come up for me? Number six was what did I worry about most and how did it turn out last year? Number seven, what changes are most important to me and how do I want to prioritize them? And that goes back to the what would you like to change? And then the what would you like to grow? What three things am I curious about? This is question number eight. And I want to know more about. And then how will I go about that? Number nine is what did I trial, try and fail? And what am I willing to do if I fail? What will I do if I fail? That goes to what am I willing to give up? And number 10, in number 10, we're talking about feelings. How will I capture my thoughts and feelings? What method works best for me? And then the bonus there is what six adjectives do I want to describe 2022? And then if you answered last week's bonus question, what would I try to do if I knew I couldn't fail? Then that question would be, what one step are you willing to take towards that big, scary goal that you set or that thing that you would love to try if you couldn't fail? Okay, so I want you to work on that this week. If you're struggling or if I've been confusing in this podcast, because I know sometimes I jump around because I'm so chatty, um, just send me an email and I'll help you work through it. If you came up with something, some sort of insight or light bulb moment over your head, please share it with me and I'll share it with everyone else on the podcast. And if you have a mantra that works great for you, please share it with me so I can share it on the podcast as well. So I want you to vow to be grateful this year and work to be better each day. I want 2022 to be open 
and create all the things that you want to do. And I said on my blog this week, start something new in 2022. So I have two quotes for you to get through this week. The first one is from Jim Rohn, and it says, how long should you try? Until. And I love that because you just keep trying until something happens. It's great. And the next one is from Conrad Hilton, and it says, successful men and women keep moving. They make mistakes, but they don't quit. It's all about pushing forward, learning, and growing. And that's what I want you to do this week. So get to work, have a beautiful week, and let me know how it goes. Talk to you next week. Bye.